This is the Warmester Town Supporter Podcast, and I'm your host, Roland Millward. And welcome to this episode of the Warmester Town Supporter Podcast, and we've got some great stuff for you lined up. Following our little discussion about what happened on Friday night, our first Friday evening fixture, and how that went, and perhaps how Fridays might become something more permanent in the future, we're going to be talking to Jamie House. We've also got an interview lined up for you with Rob McFarren, the assistant manager of Warminster Town. Find out what Rob has to say about what it's like working with Andy Crabtree, and how the team is doing under their management. And then finally, we'll take a look at our league table review and also, are you going to be a member of the 200 Club? Let's talk about that in this episode. So on the line we have Jamie House. Good evening, Jamie. How are you doing today? Good evening. I'm all right, thank you. Excellent. So we'd just like to talk a little bit about uh, the match at Corsham and particularly the fact it was on a Friday night. So how did you see the game going, first of all, on Friday? Uh, I thought we, we had a good chance, you know, going into it to win. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a game, I think that was fairly even Stevens for the most part. Um, you know, it was a bit of a mistake at the back that let them get their first goal. Um, but, you know, we dug our heels in and managed to get a couple back in the, the end of the first half and in the second half and uh, managed to... Uh, you know, take all three points. Mm. Absolutely. And and the fact that Caution at the time were in fourth position, they're in fifth now, but uh, Mm. uh, they've they've been a strong side, Caution, you know, and it's on home turf as well. Uh, Terrible weather wise. It was very, very wet and horrible, Mm. but the game went ahead and uh, obviously both sides cancelled each other out a little bit to to much extent. And uh, it took those two sort of special goals, really, didn't it? Mm. Theirs theirs was fairly special goal, to be fair, their first one. It was, a, it was a very good good goal, but uh, Jake had a little tap in when the keeper saved it from the free kick. Yep. Uh, just to say, in the dying seconds of the first half, and then with a few minutes to go, Martin Johnson made uh, good progress in from the left. And again, lovely looping shot over the keeper into the top right corner. Mm. So uh, two you know, good goals all round, really. Mm. So for the fans to watch on a Friday night, three, three good goals, a good match. Nice, evenly balanced match. It wasn't bad. And the attendance uh, was 184. Does that, mm. mean Friday, does that mean Friday night football is the way forward? Possibly. It's one of the highest attendances I think there's been in the league this season. So, yeah, it obviously worked for, well, it worked for Corsham anyway. It did. And obviously, we, Warmish, to their credit, took quite a few away fans with them. So that was mm. nice as well. Uh, I think obviously there's going to be fours and against, aren't there? There's going to be those people who can't possibly make it on a Friday that can do Saturdays mm. um, so I think perhaps just a f- few Fridays to test it out might be handy mm. I know from a point of view of caution I looked through their figures and they seem to get just over the hundred if you worked it out I didn't add them all up and then divide it by the number of games but I would mm. guess it's just over a hundred as an average with some games 112 20 so similar numbers to what Warminster will get yeah, on so. an That's average not too game bad. it's not too bad no. so uh, to boost it up on a, on a wet Friday night it could be worth testing it out, couldn't it? And I think Absolutely. this experiment could go on to to get a few more Friday night matches. My first thoughts were, who's going to come on a Friday night? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the end of the week. It's, people have things to do and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, fair play, it worked. So mm. maybe we'll see what happens in the future on that one. 
We're back with Jamie after we've spoken to Rob McFarren, the assistant manager of Warminster Town. That's coming up next. So we're joined on the line by Rob McFarren, the assistant manager at Warminster Town Football Club. Hi, Rob. Good evening. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Roland. Nice to speak to you. And you. Thanks for coming on the podcast. It's always great when we can get uh, someone from the club to come and talk to the supporters and explain what they do. And it really helps the supporters to to get to know more about the club and to be more interested in it, too. So thanks for that. So can we start with our sort of first question, really? Just kick us off, Rob, if you would, and just tell us a little bit about your footballing background, perhaps as a player and a coach and, and what you've been doing all your life, really, up to this point. My footballing, um, I suppose, my footballing uh, career was um, strictly Trowbridge and District League. Unfortunately, that was as good as it got for me as uh, a centre-half. Uh, yeah, really, but really enjoyed my football. Played for played, played till I was 39. Had some real, real good times. Yeah, really enjoyed it. And from then, from obviously, when I finished playing football, obviously then had kids and then obviously got involved with Warminster Highbrain. I think I was there for nine, ten years coaching the uh, the kids and then obviously from there I took them all the way up to under 16s and we went up to the up to Warminster and we became Warminster Town A and that was a really successful season with all the youth players I took into the Trowbridge second division so that was good yeah I really enjoyed that excellent so that's so you never made it to Chelsea or Arsenal or anywhere like that then but good no I can't believe I was never picked up it's, it's, it's outrageous outrageous those scouts yeah. must have had the day off when you yeah. played that's all I can obviously. say like, yeah. yeah, definite. <laughs> <laughs> so you're enjoying life as a coach then, obviously, something you've done for a while now. Yeah, I love the coaching. I say, I absolutely love it. I say, it, the more I do it, you know, I enjoy it even more. You know, I say, now working with Andy is like fantastic. So, yes, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Brilliant. Br- brilliant. So now, now you're working with Andy. What's it like working with him then? What's, what's the secrets? The secret of Andy is Andy is just so straightforward. There's no grey areas with Andy. In the changing rooms, he's fantastic. You know, once once we get serious, we get, you know, he'll have a laugh and a joke with the lads. And, you know, they'll take the mick out of him. But once we go in that changing room before the warming before the warm up, you know, we we start to get serious then, and he and he lets them know, you know. But he's he's really good. You you couldn't ask for a a, a better manager for Warsaw Town. You know, he's got so much experience. He's, he's he's you know he's managed in the Southern League. There's not many people could say that. You know, he's won things. So you know. Warminster should be thankful they've got him because he's doing a fantastic job. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll touch on that now, really, and sort of build on that, how the season's gone. Because obviously last season was, to say the least, a bit of a disaster for Warminster in one way, finishing in the relegation spot. Mm. Fortunately, we weren't. But obviously, when the pre-season actually started, you and Andy came in. We didn't even know which league Warminster were going to be in. How did that affect everybody? Yeah, that was a bit... Because <laughs> we... Would would we have had the players we have with us now if we were in the Wilts League? I I, I doubt it. To be honest, mm. I don't I don't think we would have. You know, and it was just thank God we we had a stay of execution and thankfully you know absolutely turned it around. Because if you look at it, what's I think it must be the anniversary of Andy's appointment. Really, it's probably about a year ago today. This around this time, and I think oh, yeah, close it came in towards the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he would he take over eight or nine games before the end, mm. you know, similar to where we are now. And if you look where we are now to where we were, it's just like it's like a bloody miracle, really, isn't it? You wouldn't oh, have, if you, if yeah. someone had told me that we would be doing what we're doing now, I'd say you're mad. But yeah. we are, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, going yeah. really well. 
Well, those were the days if you had let a goal in, you knew that two more were going to come in very shortly, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you know, we'd stand there watching, oh, they scored in five minutes. Here we go. It's going to be 3 0 yeah. by half time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you were there yeah. for some of those games, obviously, but uh, yeah. uh, there was, it was a bit, yes, a little bit um, disastrous to say the least uh, last yeah. season, but a very fortunate reprieve, really, to stay in the league. So that was, you know, the way it worked out. It's worked out well, and we're still there and can't possibly go down this season. So. No, I think we're safe. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're very safe this season. And probably, as you say, t- talking about perhaps challenging for a few higher places, actually, yet. But um, we've, had, we've had a few ups and downs in the season, which you're bound to get. Um, how, does, how do you and Andy deal with those when, when they've had a bad day at the office? Maybe like the Divisors game, that, that one five what it was lost on that day six, six, six was, was it i've lost yeah, track i've lost count yeah yeah we, we've had a, to be fair we, we get a bit more consistent now which is good as the season goes on but we, at the start of the season we, we were inconsistency was one of our problems because you know we lost the opening game didn't we then we went away mm. at Carl and won midweek which is brilliant mm. brilliant yeah, second we, half yeah, yeah. and then, then we we had um we had a couple of home games you know we beat sherborne we beat port's head and you think yeah we've cracked this and then we go and lose to welton 2-0 Mm. And then, and, and then we sort of, then the next week we go and beat Devizes, and we mm. beat Bristol Telephones. It was it was going brilliant, and you think, oh, we've got this there, yeah, yeah. And then it, we sort of, and then we sort of went, we lost our way a little bit. Then we lo- we lost in the Vars, didn't we, to Bridport? Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. lost five nil that day. We didn't deserve that. You know, yeah. we didn't yeah. deserve to win, but five nil, yeah, flattered them a bit. And you did. Yeah, and then we what, what happened then? And we went to Bishop Set, and we lost there three two two mm. of the softest penalties we gave away. But mm. you know, and, and we sort of we, we sort of lost our way a little bit, sort of sort of September time into November. We lost to Win Canton down there. That was a that was one of our poorest results. Really, we didn't play yeah. well that day. So yeah, so it's, it's just inconsistency at the start of the season, mm. which was yeah. But you you just got to get. You've got to tell them where they're going wrong. You've got to be honest at times. You've got to be brutal. You know, Andy can be brutally honest sometimes, which you have to be. Mm. And, you know, you, you, and you, they take things from it. You learn from it. You learn by your mistakes, don't you? And to be fair, yeah. we're proving that now because we are a much stronger side now. Mm. Oh, very different. Different class altogether, really, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and the players, we've seen the players grow in their roles um, and really produce some good results. And defensively, we don't let that many in anymore, do we, generally speaking? No. To be fair, mm-hmm. if, if you look at our back four, it's really settled. You, you know, you've got the two full-backs are doing a great job. The two, you know, um, Jordan, since he's come in, he's been brilliant. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, Lewis has played the best football of his career for me. You know, mm-hmm. he was fabulous at Corsham um, on Friday. And Nathan's in great form, absolutely great yes. form. On Friday, you know, a couple of crucial saves. His kicking was fantastic. He's vocal at the back. Sometimes yeah. a little bit too vocal with uh, yeah. But yeah, but towards the referee. But um, we, mm, we've, yes. we've talked about that. That's something we're trying to eradicate. But yeah. yeah, the back four, if you've got a good back four, you know, it makes it makes going forward a lot easier. Mm. And it's, in, you know, with it's consistent, isn't it? You know, so mm. it, it's good. It's yeah, really looking good. I think what is obvious as well, just standing on the, on the sidelines watching the game, is the players are talking to each other more. Uh, early in the season, there wasn't that, so much of that going on, quite quiet. Mm. Some of the fans were saying, listen to the other team, they're all shouting each mm. other and telling what to do. And Warminster just kind of just quiet, you know. <laughs> but now they're all they're all at it, really, saying, get over here, watch him, do this, do that, you know. And it's uh, it's good to see that as a team, everybody's looking out for each other and, and looking out for the dangers. Yeah, so that's, 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 a, that's a confidence thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. when you're winning, 
it's so yeah. football so much easier to play. Um, mm. It is it, it, when, when you're confident, you are you you are a bit more inclined to to chat to other players. But when things are going down, you just you know when things aren't going well, mm. you sort of concentrate on your own game more really, and you sort of get a little bit lost mm. in that mm. respect. But yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's really it's going really well. Brilliant. So looking, you know, we've got a few games left. Um, can we get to top five? Do you think? Yeah, that is absolutely. Mm. With from the way. Where we started, you know, and we've been, we've had, we've had ups and downs this season, we have, but you know, the ups are far exceeding the downs at the moment. Mm. And if you, if you look at the games, you know, there are a lot of winnable games there, absolutely. Yeah. But you can't. That's when you, that's when it bites you in the backside. There, you have to be really yes. careful. And like, yeah. if you look at, look at Saturday's game, yes, we, uh, you know, we've, you know, we've got to put that right on Saturday because we were awful over there. You know, mm. we, you know, we, we came in at halftime. Leading two one, God knows how. We, we, we were dreadful, and we mm. just we we let in early goals and everything. We told them not to do, they did. But that's <laughs> yeah. they don't do that on purpose, obviously. That's, no. And that's football. You know that you're going to get days like that. And yeah. You have to, you know. But Saturday is a great opportunity to put it right, and I and I feel sure we will. Yeah, absolutely. Say we are playing some of the teams towards the bottom of the table. Mm. Uh, I was listening to a podcast on the Tool Station podcast the other day, and a manager's been interviewed and said, "Well, sometimes the most difficult games are those at the very bottom because they're fighting for their lives, aren't they? Mm. And throwing it the kitchen sink at you, you know." Yeah. So um, we've yeah, we know what it's like. We've been down there. So, we've been yeah. down there fighting. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, that time we beat Canesham, the very last match of the season, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shame, yeah. shame we didn't play like that all the rest of the season, but yeah. that's that's the way it goes. And that, you know? that proves what can happen. So it does. Yeah. So we've got to be got to be always be alert to that. So that's good. So things are going quite well, as we can see. It's it's nice to see the team building up. Um, I know we, inter- we interviewed Jake Hurd in the last episode, and I always ask the players if I can, um, if somebody knocks on Andy's door, which club would you like to go and play for? And Jake said. No one. He doesn't want to leave Warminster. Who would want to leave Warminster with the atmosphere and the way things are there? I thought that was great. So what is it that's building that atmosphere for him and, and other players too, Rob, if you wouldn't mind answering that question? Well, we're winning for one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that's, that's, that's always a bonus. But yeah, if you can... What, what Andy's doing, he's got the right players. The players he's brought in, if you look at um, Ryan, Jordan, Martin, Connor and Alex... Um, Churchyard. Churchyard. Yeah, they're they're all they're all great players. They are they are good. They're all good lads as well. They're not you know they're not people you think oh they might upset the dressing room. They've they've mm. all come in, seamless transition into the team. You know they've all performed when asked to. They're they're brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And that's what you need. Obviously, we've got our seasoned campaigners who have been at the club for, yeah. you know for a long time. Yeah. You know like Lewis, Charlie, Eben, mm. George, Jack, Ski, Jake Hurd. They've been there for a long time, so. Mm. they're part of it anyway so and with Andy bringing those players in as well it's just gelled it it absolutely has because with bringing those players in it's it's raised the bar a bit really it's made people think oh yeah these are good players you know they come Mm. from Bradford and Westbury and wherever they you know wherever they Mm. play their football and it's definitely um, made us up our game you've got to you know Mm. and that's what and I think a lot of it is is the fact that I think last season it was the better players knew that if they just turned up, they'd be playing. You know whether they had a couple of weeks off or not. But it's it's different now. You know yeah. if you look at yeah. you look at our bench some weeks, you think, my God, what's he doing there? Yeah, yeah, what's he doing? There's three or four of them. You know, and they yeah. And, and to be fair, they've all taken their their turn on the bench. If they've missed a game for whatever reason, you know that happens. Mm. And but mm. then they're chomping at the bit to get back on there, and they don't want to lose their place. So that's, Which is good. 
And that's that's created the team. You know, Andy's really done that. He's created the team spirit with the fact that the players he's brought in, that's just helped. Like I say, yeah. the local lads as well, to be fair, they're playing really good football. You know, they are. That, yeah. that group that I mentioned, I think they've come of age this year. You know, mm. they've, they've really become really high-class Western League players. Yes. And, um, yeah, yeah. It, it absolutely, you know, absolutely shows. That's, I think one of the things it's easy to forget as a fan is that some of these lads have been playing for quite a long time for Warminster, and yet they're not mm. very old now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're still relatively young. If they were in the Premiership, they'd be regarded as a, a baby player almost, you know? Yeah, they would, absolutely, yeah. And yet they've been playing for Warminster three, four years or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so they are still young, they are still learning. And with the right coaching, they now learn things that perhaps they haven't been mm. taught in the past, you know, and, and can pick up on that and, and progress, which is great. So what do you think of some of the younger lads? We've well, got Jake Wright up front quite often now for us. He's, he's only a young lad and a few others. What do you think of the, the progress being made from sort of the youth team upwards? Yeah, it's, I say Andy has obviously proven that he's not scared to, to, to play these young players. You know, Jake Wright has played a lot of, play, lot of games. You know, he scored again on Friday. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, the young players, they've got to be managed. You can't, you know, they're not going to play... 40 odd games in the Western League at 16, 17 years old. That's just not going to happen. But they've, yeah. had, they've had a, you know, Joel Sisson's fantastic. You know, mm. Max Pollock came on Friday. Yeah, you know, he's quick. Er- <laughs> and he's, you know, he's good. In, earlier in the season, we had James Bowden and Corey Gardner. Mm. But obviously, we can't really use them now because if they play seven games, mm. that makes them a senior and then they can't play in the Trobies League. So it's, it, that's a bit of, that's something the club needs to sort out because that's yeah, holding us back. That's, yeah, that's mm. holding us back, really. But, you know, that you, there's, there's five of men named there. And, you know, they are. You know, they'll be the Charlie Bolton's and the Ebbens and the George Butler's in a few years' time. They will. Yeah. You know, that, that, yeah. Their, their, their chance will come. And they've had, they've, they've had quite a few chances. And, you know, mm. you know we, we obviously, we lost, we lost Sam as well. Sam Wright, you know, which we were disappointed mm. too, but we understood why he left. But, you know, yeah. hopefully he's another one. We'll get back, get him back in the fold, you know, when he yeah. feels right and ready. And that'll be great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Put a little bit more experience, a few more years on him. And, yeah, yeah that's having him back in there. Because he, he seems to me, Sam, I know it's not with us right now, but he's, he's kind of very good at reading the game. He's a natural at being in the yeah. right place, the right yeah. time. You know, I yeah, know absolutely. when we were at Khan, he came on at Khan and he was playing in the back of Khan. And the Khan fans were saying, who's that little kid? He's winning everything in the air. And the guy's about two foot taller than him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was he was jumping up from a standing start, you know, winning the ball and thinking, yeah, he's he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they are fantastic. <laughs> so all the youngsters, they are, they are they are fantastic. Yeah, they they're good lads. So yeah, and their oh, time will definitely come. So thinking about uh, Warmiston yourself, are you enjoying your time here? It sounds like you are. Oh, absolutely. I, there's nowhere else I'd want to be, and I, well, I would never, I wouldn't ever go anywhere else. Absolutely, yeah. no. I'm just a just a bloke through and through, and that's it. So that's good. Well, good. We want you to stick around, Rob, because it's, we, yeah. what, what's coming, you know, I think we could, uh, looking towards next season, oh, we want to try and finish this season strong. Um, what's your hopes for next season, we dare ask? <laughs> well, re- we realistically, we've got to be looking for promotion, I think. You I know, think, mm. the way this yeah. season's gone, you know, it, you know, and I know, I know no two football seasons are the same. You can't mm. take anything for granted, you know, but hopefully we'll keep most of these players and obviously there will be some additions to that with obviously with youth players coming through and you know because we're doing well maybe people will look at them and think hmm what fancy good play for Warmester yeah. you know they must be doing something right there so yeah that's yeah we'll see what next season brings that's it I think, I think like you say once, once a club becomes recognised as playing good football mm. then good footballers want to play for them mm. so if you, if you are short in any particular area then it's, it's easier to get somebody to come in and fulfil that role than if you're struggling 
yeah. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. You know, we don't pay fantastic wages, do we? <laughs> yeah, like last season. Yeah, like last season, they weren't beating down our door to come and play for us, were they? No, no, no. no. play against no, us. Think, but yeah. why should I turn up for that embarrassment? You yeah. know, it's just yeah. No, it was. Uh, it was a pretty dire season to you know to go and watch it and just see the the slide into oblivion coming up. But yeah. uh, thankfully, that's all changed. It's all behind Warminster now. That's been erased from my memory. Brogan, Good. That has yes. Good forever. and mine. I try and forget that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just look to the future and then to enjoy yeah. every match that that comes along. So, anything else you'd like to talk about, Rob? Anything you've got to add to to what we've said already? No, it's just it's great. I was going to say it's. it's the club is definitely heading in the right direction. You know, there's been such a change this year, you know, from, from the, obviously with the management and then obviously there's a lot, people don't appreciate, there's a lot that goes on to get a game on on a Saturday. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who do a lot of work behind the scenes that they don't get any thanks, you know, from, you know, from the, the, the food after the game to get and make sure the referees are there and, you know, washing the kit and, you know, yeah doing them you know taking the money on the gate and obviously and obviously what you've done with the social media side has been absolutely that that has taken us to another level yeah so, my pleasure yeah so, nice. so, so thanks for doing that because that really has yeah. and hopefully we can push that on again you know for next season and you know take it to the next level but yeah there's a there's yeah. a yeah there's a lot of real good people in the club who do a do things you know they don't do it for praise and they it does Obviously, a lot of the time, they don't get any thanks for it. But, yeah, we're, we're all in it together, aren't we? You know, to, That's so. it, yeah. I, I think that the, the non-league football clubs are, are a great opportunity for people, not just to play football, but to be involved in something mm. with a purpose, to, have, to make friends and that kind of thing as well. And it, it gives a kind of community base, even just having a you know, community hall that's available for other events, for instance. If mm. we didn't have non-league football clubs with all these facilities... It'd be a massive hole throughout communities yeah. across the country, you know. So, um, fair play to all the clubs and all the volunteers that are involved because it, it does make a difference locally to people, mm. which is yeah, good. And thank you for your role, Rob. Say, and uh, obviously Andy as manager, it's great to have you managing Warminster right now. So, so we look forward to a great future. So, I want to thank you very much indeed for being part of our podcast today. And obviously, let's look forward to the next game and uh, hopefully get another three points in the bag. Roland, absolute pleasure speaking to you, mate, and um, hopefully see you on uh, Saturday to make it 200. That's all we're aiming for. So everybody listening, we're aiming for 200 people through the gate for Warminster Town versus Radstock on Saturday, March 23rd. So if you're listening to this before that date, do make sure you pop it in your diary and come along. Once again, thank you very much, Rob. Take care. Pleasure to speak to you, Roland. Thanks a lot. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. And I'm very grateful to Rob for joining us in that interview. It's always good to hear from everyone that we can at Warminster Town Football Club. If you'd like to be interviewed and share your thoughts and feelings on the club, if you're at the club as a player or any volunteering role that you play, it'd be good to hear from you. So do get in touch. Just email wtfcsupporter at icloud.com. That's wtfcsupporter at icloud.com. Get in touch and we'll arrange an interview. It's not scary at all, I do assure you. Coming up now, we're going to take a look at the league tables and what's coming up very soon with Jamie House. So, Jamie, let's take a look at the first division in the Toolstation Western League. It's over to you. Okie dokie. Well, at the top of the table, we have Cangham Town on 71 points. Cheddar uh, chasing them down. Um, They have a game in hand and they're on 70 points. 
then we on 56, 54 and 51 points, we have Ashton and Backwell, Longwell, Green and Caution, respectively. Uh, two teams on 50 points, Town and Chardtown in 6th and 7th. Then uh, we have Wells City, who are just above us, uh, two points above us, ahead of us, uh, uh, on 49 points. Then us in ninth on 47 points. Uh, Welton Rovers are three points behind us on 44. Then we have Devizes on 41. Uh, then we have Wincanton on 38. Sherborne Town on 37. Then it's quite close between the sort of bottom few teams with Lydiard on 34, Bishop Sutton on 32, Oldland on 30, Radstock on 27, Porter's Head on 27, uh, Chippenham Park on 25 and Bristol Telephone's starting to sort of creep up on them from behind now at the bottom of the table on 23. Mm, that bottom of the table is quite interesting. Those teams mm. are going to have to be fighting for their survival, really. In Absolutely, the yeah. Um, just looking to the future, uh, we'll deal with the Radstock game in a little while, but they're fourth from bottom. But we've got to play a lot of these teams. We've got to play Chippenham Park and Bristol Phones who are propping up the table. Mm. Uh, we've also got Oldland Abertonians to play as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Devizes. And um, the only team we're going to have left to play who are above us are Wells, who's only a couple of points above us. So there's some big battles coming up in the last seven games of the season, aren't there, when you look at that? Yeah, I think we've got a good chance to pick up some really good points and maybe, you know, sort of get into the maybe even the top five, possibly, depending it, on how so results go above, above us, obviously. Yeah, well, we're not so far off because obviously Caution are in fifth who we have proven we can beat. They're on mm -hmm. 51 points and Warminster Town on 47. It's not a big gap anymore. It's no. 54 and then 56 above them, but it's it's not as big a gap as it was a couple of months ago by a long, mm. long way. So uh, some of those teams have slipped up a bit. Warminster's won some games and it's, it's closed the gap considerably. Um, what we would like to talk about, though, obviously we'd love we can dream about the future and the seven games to come, but there's one big one coming up on this Saturday. We've been asking people to join what we call the 200 Club, and that's about getting people through the gate to the tune of 200 or maybe more when Radstock Town come along this Saturday, March 23rd. Do you think we can do it? I'd like to think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. generally get a fairly good turnout, so... You know, what's a, what's a few more? You know, a few dozen yeah, more, you know. That's it. I want to thank everybody who's who's engaging in this on social media with us because we're putting out a message at least every day on one of the social media platforms, uh, Twitter every day, um, Facebook from time to time, about coming to football matches and particularly trying to get this 200 figure for Radstock Town. So everybody who's listening, if you'd like to share those tweets, we thank people who do so already, um, but all you have to do is retweet on Twitter or hit the share button on Facebook and that kind of thing and just share it with your followers. And it's amazing how many people will take a look at that and think, yeah, I'll come along to that match. There's also, of course, Jamie, the good old fashioned method is just invite somebody personally. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, got a friend at work or school, if you're at school, say, going to come to a game on Saturday. Don't forget, kids under 16, absolutely free. It's a bargain. <laughs> so so uh, it'd be great if we can do that. So you're going to be there, Jamie? You'll be there on Saturday, I take it? Obviously. Well, I hope so anyway. Well, I hope so too. <laughs> so uh, we'll be doing the live commentary, everybody, on YouTube. So that is not so that people don't come to football. <laughs> we want to make that 
very clear. There are people who can't make it, so it's great for them. But it does also build the fan base around the world, literally, and across the country. We have people watching Warminster Town now as far away as Italy and even beyond. I know in Turkey, uh, we have people who watch every match. So we want to thank them for their support. And hopefully they're also listening to this podcast too. So once again, Jamie, thanks very much for your time. You're very welcome. For going through the table and look forward to seeing you for the Radstock game. And may we have three points in the bag, please. Hopefully. <laughs> thanks very much. Thank you for listening to the Warmster Town Football Club Supporter Podcast. It's great that you've been here and I do hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and I look forward to speaking to you again in the future.